Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. So we've hit a new milestone peak in our household. Love it. Love a milestone. Rafa is now brushing her own hair. Oh, hallelujah. It's a big deal. It's a big day when they can do anything themselves. Mm. For me, it was when they started pouring their own cereal. (laughs) Just get your own brekkie, guys. That's frothworthy right there. I feel like Rafa is more than capable of that now. Yeah, but girlfriend is lazy. Yeah, she wants you to do it with her. She wants the connection. She wants to be a bubba. Mm -hmm. Still, she gets a bit jelly of Iggy at times and lately, she's done a lot of role playing where she's like mommy can I be the baby and she crawls on all fours and goes where where it's really weird the hair brushing thing I am here for because I would put brushing Rafa's hair on par with doing laundry you hate it loathed it yeah because her hair knots we've talked about this like the lightest of light breezes can come and it will not instantly you famously don't brush your own hair so why would you enjoy brushing your child's hair correct not only does she brush it but she does the leave-in conditioner spray herself Win. Like all the steps. Wonderful. Well, congrats. Thank you. Teddy wore a blonde ponytail clip-in hairpiece around all weekend. Great. Yeah, it looked like a weird rat's tail meets a mullet. Oh, yeah. Because it was like quite thick for his little head. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of those Elsa braids that are attached yeah. to a hairband where yeah. it's like all oh, these sad little flimsy plaits. Except that the synthetic hair was the exact colour of his hair. So it looked legit like he'd grown. Proper colour match. Like he'd grown this thick, glorious rat's tail <laughs> in a high pony position. He loved it. Felt very NRL, you know? Cute. <laughs> Should we get to the episode? Before we do, why oh. do you have a random fluoro blonde hairpiece? Uh, it's for the show, babe. Oh, is it? Yeah. Second last scene. Oh my God, it is too. <laughs> Sorry, something just landed on me. Oh good. It all makes sense now. No spoilers. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut, on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revzy reeves Razzle-dazzle Reeves. Razzle-dazzle, about to get on a plane, DLs. We're off today. Can't believe it. Oh, I cannot believe it. Now, DLs, we're aware we've been a little all-consumed yes. with our live shows at the moment. We're also aware that not everyone is coming or yes. able to attend. What I want to say is, in this particular episode we are going to talk about the shows but hear us out we're going to talk about the process of putting a show because we have learned some shit and it's really about pushing yourself being out of your comfort zone more than it is about the show we're not here to make anyone FOMO we understand some of you are trapped under a baby some of you are minutes from giving birth some of you live rurally some of you are overseas and we understand obviously we can't get out to everybody but we need to talk about this process we do (laughs) 
It's uncovered a lot of things, unexpected yes. things in us. Oh my God. I, for one, am having a quiet panic over the fact that I'm struggling to learn my lines. Which is wild because you're the actor of the duo, mm-hmm. you're the performer, mm-hmm. you are a seasoned line learner and very good at it from memory. Now, DLs might remember, OG dedicated DLs, that there was an episode where I mentioned putting my acting auditioning career on hiatus, where I actively spoke to my agent and said, I just need a break from this. That's not to say I'm never going to go back to it. The door is always left ajar for me, as he says. Hope he honours that one day (laughs) if I do decide to leap back into it. But it's been a solid 18 months now since I did a proper audition. That muscle? Yeah. Or she weak? She's withered. She is limpity limp limp. Now I, on the other hand, have really never learnt lines. Mm. I've done a lot of public speaking, which is a similar muscle, but it's different because you have notes. Mm. And now when you really, really prepare for public speaking, you basically learn it, but you have it in front of you and it's a crutch, right? You have your speech in front of you. Even if you're not looking at it, you know it's there. So you've got that safety, right? I've done lots of that kind of thing. I have since school days not learnt lines. Mm. DLs, you'll be pleased to know that in our show, there is no lectern with notes. No. And this is the problem for Revzy is (laughs) she got to learn it. I got to learn it. Now, listen, it's not a play, actually. If you think about the whole 90-minute show, there's only two little bits where we have to know this pithy back and forth stuff. Yes. Like we haven't written out the whole show. A lot of the show is just us chatting to you guys. Can we just reinforce that to our DLs? Because, (laughs) okay, people are freaking out that it's some Broadway musical. We have led them down the garden path. We fucked up there. We have been sharing on Instagram a lot of sneak peeks of Corrie dance moments. Why? Because it's interesting to look at. What is not interesting to look at is two Two bitches standing there having a chat. Yes. Not that dynamic to watch on Instagram in a rehearsal room. But the problem is, is we have spliced together. (laughs) In fact, probably all of the little dance bits, put it together in some sort of real or (laughs) well-edited video for our Instagram stories. And people are like, are we coming to a Broadway musical? The answer is no, 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 no. you are not. Don't worry. I think there's enough for everyone. You know, if you like that kind of thing, there's enough of it that you're like, cool, I got a bit of a dance number. If you don't, it'll be over very quickly (laughs) and we'll be back to chatting. It's a real variety show Mm. in the old school sense. If you think about something like, hey, hey, it's Saturday or Saturday Night Live or what was that one where all the kids were on it? Like Tina Arena was on it. Oh, um, You know, that young talent time. Yes, talent time. (laughs) It's a variety show. It is. So don't worry. And like if you're bringing your husband, I know there's like three of you who are bringing your husband. He's not going to be like, what dance recital did you bring me to? It's not a thing. And on that note as well, Revzy, we have a number of DLs who are bringing non-DLs to the show. Yes. And we want to declare it right here and now. You don't need to be a listener to understand this show. No. I look at it in a number of tiers. If you're a DL, you will get the ultimate experience. Yes. Okay. If you are a non-listener, but you're a parent, yeah. you will absolutely take so much away from this. Many moments are going to resonate. Yeah. We're not avalanching you with in-joke after no. in-joke. No, we're going to talk about life. Yeah. <laughs> As, oh, life. Exactly. If you're a non-DL who doesn't have kids, isn't interested in parenting, I would question why you're coming. <laughs> like Maybe you like sequins. <laughs> Maybe you like going out at night. That's fine. Yes. You know who it's not for? Like a man in his 20s with no kids. Hunji P. He's going to be like, where am I? (laughs) Can I get back to Kansas? And can I just give a shout out to the DLs who are coming solo? (gasps) 
Like so many of you have slid into our DMs and said, I did it. I bought a ticket. I'm coming on my, oh my own. God. And my response every time has been, you're not going to be alone. You're not alone, girlfriend. You're going to have a room full of like-minded friends mm-hmm. and we're there with you. Like we were having a chat this morning with producer Kate because she's like, I've never been to anything on my own. I would never. And I was like, oh my God, I love going to stuff on my own. One of my favorite memories from my youth was when I was 22, I went to New York by myself mm-hmm. and I saw like two shows a day. Best. Every day, the entire time I was there, I went lined up for the cheap tickets and it was like the best trip of my life because I could do what I wanted. I could just see what I wanted. I didn't have to check in with anyone else. It was like the ultimate me time, you know, self-care. Absolutely. I didn't even need any at the time because I was 22 and I had no responsibilities, <laughs> but it was great. I would say the only tricky thing about going to a show by yourself, I have done it before in London, is an overwhelming need to dissect it oh. with a friend yeah, yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. That's but- what the Facebook group's for. Hanji P. I haven't done a huge amount of shows solo, but I've definitely been to the movies on my own. And yeah. do you know what? If you haven't, I want oh to challenge you yes, to. Yes, try it out. Yes. It's super fun. The movies by yourself is great. Oh my gosh. What about, would you go and eat out by yourself? I feel like I do that a lot working for myself. I yeah. take my laptop. Yeah, I have okay. a crutch. Like yeah. I, I, I've been to many a cafe on my own with my computer. Uh-huh. I haven't like been to a dinner on my own without a computer. What about when you've been traveling for work or anything? You haven't just ducked out for a bite on your own? Yeah, I would have. I definitely would have. I love it. It's fun. It's like people watching. It slows time down, you know, like it's like when you go to the country for the weekend or you go and everything just slows. I feel like taking yourself out for dinner or a drink. I've done that. Both days my kids started school. I took myself to the pub for a morning champagne. Don't at me. I I was very emotional. And the good mum told me I needed to do it. And I did it. And it's like, it's a moment with yourself. I don't know. It's good. I agree. Check in with yourself. So I reckon anyone coming solo is going to have a really good time. Plus, if you want to make friends, and if you don't, that's fine. But if you want to make friends on the night, you're definitely going to be able to. If you haven't already, search in the Facebook group for your city because a lot of people are making pre-drink, pre-dinner, solo ticket holder meetups. So if you want to join a gang, there's gangs being formed. Yeah, they've all self-identified. Yeah. (laughs) And they're going as a clique. Yes. And if you've got a VIDL ticket solo, that will be... I mean, we'll meet you. We'll mm-hmm. see you there. We'll have a drink with you afterwards and that'll be really, really fun. Revzy, my favourite chat in the Facebook group, though, uh, yes. is what are people what are we wearing? wearing? What are we wearing? It's so important. It's I get so important. it. Some of our DLs, babe, this is their first time yes. out Yes. in 18 months, yeah. one person declared. No, we have one DL coming. She DM'd me. It's her first night away from her kids ever and her eldest is five. Oh, my goodness. Like the honour. I feel so honoured. <laughs> the honour that she's coming to hang with us. It's a big deal. This is so funny. Gem and I were having this exact <laughs> chat last week and I went into the Facebook group to start this thread. I was like, okay, what are we wearing? Because obviously we have costumes in the show, but then like after for the drinks, like what's the vibe? Yeah. And everyone's doing the like jeans and a nice top joke. Like, you know, that's what we all wear because we're mums. And some people are like, no, I'm going full wizard. I'm here for it. I'm going sparkles. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. What are you doing? What are we doing? Well, I just think it elevates your senses. Well, someone else said elevated slob and that's great. All about that. No, DLs, we can do better than elevated (laughs) slob at a night out at the theatre. You know what? I almost want to lead our DLs down the garden path into thinking we are putting on a Broadway musical because when people go to Broadway musicals, you make a little bit more effort, you know? But if even just getting there is hard enough and you want to wear your wallet mum shirt and your jeans, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. fine. Come as you are. Everybody. 
everybody is welcome. It's the church of motherhood. You know what? Chuck on some sparkly earrings. Put on your Great. best jewellery. That'll right. elevate you. <laughs> I'd love it if some people came in their active wear with like diamond earrings. It'd be amazing. It did make me lol though when I said to Rebs, what are we wearing after the show yeah. to meet with our VIDLs? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I was thinking jeans. And I was like, babe. I know. I no, screwed. we're not wearing jeans. All right. Okay. I'll bring it. All right. Now let's talk about the show, Revzy. Yeah. All right. The process of the show. <laughs> let's so- give our DLs a little insight into how this giant, bigger than Ben-Hurst sausage is getting made. Dude, the amount of times I've said to Jem, what have we done? Because this is classic me and Jem. We're like, we have an idea. You know, everyone's like, do a live show, do a live show. And we're like, yeah, 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 we will. And then we're like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we're like, oh, it could be this. Oh, it could be that. that. Oh, it could be this. It could be this. And when it's theoretical, you know, back in January, yeah. we're like, yeah, let's do that and that and that. Let's book some time in in August to plan it before or July before we go on the road. And it's all fine when it's theoretical, right? You mm-hmm. can commit to all these things. And then you get into the process. You're like, all right, let's fucking do it then. And it's like, oh, oh. people do this for real as yeah. a job and it is not easy and my whole body is broken and my soul is also broken. I'm broken. Yep. <laughs> for me, it's the glutes. The glutes. That's because you put a fucking Charleston in for us, babe. Everyone loves a Charleston. Oh, do they? I don't. DLs, if you come to the show, I just want you to take note of the shoes that Revs and I are wearing. She tried to take us to Whitner. <laughs> Listen. To put these heels on. She Listen, was. you can't take the art director out of me. I don't okay? care. She took us to Whitner and she's like, I think the shoes just need to disappear. <laughs> so they need to be skin coloured. So I, you know, I humoured her. We went to Whitner. We put on these she shoes. She humoured me, DL. The, the heel was a few inches high. It was a block heel. It was a block. Thank God it was a block heel. If it was a stiletto, I was going to say a hard no, but yeah. I, you know, I, w- I went down this path with you. We tried them on. They felt good. Now the strap is right around the ankle. Yeah. And I said to Revzy, I feel like this is going to limit our movement. She's like, no, they're really comfy. They're fine. Next minute we drag each other to block. Oh, we which- drag each other. You dragged me to block. Okay. I feel out of depth in block. We went to my home. Okay. Yeah. We went back to block. <laughs> For overseas DLs, block is like a dance shop for dancers purely for no one else and my favorite little side note segue story about this is block is spelt b-l-o-c-h and benny wood (laughs) our road producer our road producer was like oh i thought it was bloche (laughs) bloche And he has two daughters. We're like, honey, it's not bloche, it's block. The H is silent. It's all good. Can we move on? Let's move on. So we tried on these shoes from block. A light bulb went off, didn't it? It was like, oh. This is the thing about this whole process, DLs. Okay, Gem and I have a lot of complementary skills, Mm -hmm. okay? Some of them are the same. Some of them are very different. For example... I'm an art director, so I can handle costumes. I can think, I can see a set, you know. Jem is a performer. She is a dancer. She understands it. She can talk to me. Hearing someone refer to me as a dancer makes me nervous. Okay, you did 12 years of like a lot of dance. Yes. You're a dancer. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm I'm not And you're also an influencer. Just take it. Just take it and own it. I've got imposter syndrome. I won't. I shan't. Anyway, okay, yeah, Jem sucks and I'm dragging her along through the whole thing. She's a dancer, okay. She took me to and she was like this is the shoes we need and I was like oh but they're not fashion (laughs) and all the costumes are so impeccably chosen and these little like Chicago number shoes are gonna undermine all my art direction and then I put them on and I was like look this is Jem's area this is the area she knows about okay she's like feel the soft sole feel how your foot can move and I was like oh so we bought them we did one full day of rehearsal in them and they're comfortable mm, and they're, so I'm like that's your area they're yeah, amazing they're, we went for the sparkly shoes yeah they're sparkly yeah, yeah they're yeah. not nanarish no but they're like dancer shoes and speaking of 
imposter syndrome. I put them on and I'm like, Kate Ruth Reeves, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm so proud of you through oh, this whole process. It's from, it's giving triathlon, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when I was very, very uncomfortable because I saw, again, theoretically, months before the event, my cousin and my sister were like, hey, we want to do this MS fundraiser. We're going to do the Noosa triathlon. And I was like, I mean, I can swim. I'll do the swim part. We get there and I'm like, fuck, haven't trained. <laughs> This is not something I'm naturally good at. Felt very uncomfortable for a whole week. And you tried to talk yourself out of it, but you cannot let our DLs down. No, I'm not going to let the DLs down. I don't care if I fall over and stack it and like ruin the whole story. I will be there doing my darndest. But, you know, it does remind me how uncomfortable we can make ourselves by stepping out of our comfort zone. I'm so proud of you, Revs. Honestly, I have thrown choreography at her that even I thought, there's no way she's going to get this. Like, Revs is not going to get the Charleston. She got the Charleston. Yeah. I'm proud of you, babe. You. What I've learned is I can't think about it. Mm. If I think about it, it's gone. If I kind of let the music go and I trust that I know it, it feels very slippery, Gem. We do need to rehearse without a mirror. I will oh, say that. No. We're getting a little bit too dependent on the mirror. At some point, we need to flip yeah, the whole show. Tonight in the hotel, we're going to go over okay. it without a mirror. Okay. And hope okay. for the best. <laughs> Melbourne DLs are like, wow, we're getting a real rough version of this show. No, you're not. We have been working hard on this for like a good month and a half now. We've been drilling. We've been sending each other 11.30pm voice notes saying like, hope you're doing your lines because I'm doing my lines. Do you know this bit? I practiced this thing. I made Americano run lines with me. Did you? (laughs) My God, I love that. I made Isla do it, but then I realised there was some naughty concepts and language. No spoilers. and and No spoilers. But when we got near that bit and I started to realise what was coming up, I was like, okay, good, thank you. I think I I think I need to learn the next bit. She's like, no, we're not done. Because she loves being you. Oh my God, She's I like love doing her. your lines and perform. And I'm like, okay, give it back before you say the C word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he's run lines with me. It's been a whole thing. That's very cute. My biggest fear is actually forgetting song lyrics, if I'm honest. Oh, you're not going to do that. I don't know. I feel like I could. Oh. I feel like that's where I'm going to drop the ball. I'm going to try really hard not to, but I, you know, I'm nervous about it. I'm just, sh- I'm being vulnerable. You okay? are being vulnerable, but we need to inspire confidence. Okay. The DLC, we're coming to the show that we've got this we've got this we've got this okay dr theater we call it in the industry everything comes together all right pay for my big boob girlies one more peek behind the curtain picking the bra has been a whole process okay because there's multiple m- costumes multiple necklines mm. you know like what does one do and as aforementioned there's a charleston so can we really go out in a strapless you know it's been a process what I've landed on is a strapless with see-through straps. Very year nine. Can I just say? Yes. This was not my not spawn for today, but I think I'm going to jump in and do a not spawn okay. early. Okay. I am so impressed with Kmart's oh, yeah. range yes. of shapewear. Oh, my God. Underwear in general. I was shooketh. Yeah. Like, so we went to DJs, we went to Maya, and then Revs was like, let's try Kmart. I was like, Kmart? What? Yeah. Went in there. They've got dupes of skims. I know. It's good. And they've got my skin tone. Yes. They That's had, the best part. Yes. Like, Gem is still in 2023 hunting for her skin tone. Mm. It's ridiculous. But anyway, we found it. We did. It came up. And it was comfy. Yep. It was seamless. Yep. I and felt cheap. secure and held and so affordable. I like I was honestly considering a pair of shapewear undies that come up to under your bra, but are the bikini shape or yep. boy cut legs, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, they were $110. And then my good old perfect for the show pair from Kmart were 20 bucks. Yeah, I know. Look, they rip everyone off. I know. But they do it well. I know. (laughs) They do it well and affordably. It's hard to walk past 
I know, it came out amazing. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, Bestie? Packing. <laughs> I know it's not what you, you want to hear, Revs, at the final hour as we head off to Melbourne. I've been packed for days. I just don't have time for it. I procrastinate. Oh. I put it off. I don't want to do it. You are very Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. Indeed. Like, you are a process girl. You like to be organised. Mm-hmm. You're a perfectionist. All these things. You have systems, mm. you know. Like, I've watched you run the bank account. It's like a thing of beauty. And you have to pack a lot you travel a lot mm. and yet no systems no process no systems no process I fly by the seat of my pants yeah bin fire yeah chaos talk me through it I don't know why it drives my husband crazy I bet. because he's a loves to pack two or three days yeah, before the I event feel it. I'm like I'll pack the morning of oh my god okay hear me out though okay no, no, no there's not I don't think you can sell revs when you travel, yeah. your toiletries are a big part. I am using them up until the final hour. I have to brush my yes. teeth in the morning and do all my skincare. So I'm not going to pack that no, two or three days. You lay that in out a- in a separate area of the bathroom so that you're like, okay, that stuff's going with me. So you use it, you put it back there. So on the morning, you've got it ready there. You put it in toiletries and you have a space in your bag where your toiletry bag lives while you're packing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like Tetris. You slot it in there. Yes, yes. Probably. <laughs> my mother, who is on her way to Europe in a few days, Days, has been packing for weeks. What do you mean? She I has a Europe room. What? That you just have an open suitcase yep. with bit nut. Nah, yeah. Nah, and I she's am, like, every when she thinks about it and she has laundry, she's like, yes, that can come. And she'll lay it out and she'll move things in and out and she'll play around with it and perfect it in the weeks leading up. And I like it. I don't have time for that. Sorry. <laughs> I straight up don't have time for that. I am a morning of, I will say, I compile a quick list and I tick it off and I chuck it into my suitcase and I'm done. All right. So start to finish. What are we talking? How long? Two hours. You've got two hours the day you leave for somewhere I set aside two hours uh, the day before I leave to go somewhere. it makes me want to break out in hives no what if you can't find the thing or it's dirty or like you, you know look I do a little bit of mental pre-planning of that like uh-huh. if I am like oh I need clean this and that I do the laundry part uh-huh. but I will not get the suitcase out until the day of oh. I just won't And I pack for my kids as well. Every time we go away, this is not me railing on my husband. He would do it, but I don't trust him to because I'm like, no, we have holiday wardrobe for the kids. You're not. (laughs) We want to take nice photos. Yeah. I don't want you to bring their skanky paint splattered daycare clothes. Like it's different. And I have a process with their stuff more than mine. Think of the looks. Think of the looks. (laughs) The problem I have had Mm. a number of times and my husband loves bringing my attention back to this is I always, without fail, forget my swimmers. I know you've talked about I don't know why I do this. It's like everyone else is sorted and for whatever reason, swimmers get left behind. No, I think it's your way of going, I'm going to buy new ones wherever I go. Don't give me away. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to treat herself. She's like, yeah, I'll just get them there. Look, there is some strategy yeah. in that. Okay? Then you're like, oh, well, what am I going to do? Not swim? No. Off gonna... I go to Wanderlust or yeah. whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I like it. I did it in Bali. Have you ever so this is Jekyll and Hyde of me too because I'm not always process and I like to sort of be a bit of a rebel and be a bit spontaneous in my life in general but when it comes to packing I start a week before Mm -hmm. and I'm very methodical and to ease my worrying mind because I do not sleep the night before I'm going anywhere could just be down to Melbourne but I don't sleep Mm. I didn't sleep last night I'm just like there's stuff to think about I always tell myself you have a credit card you know yes what can you not procure that you forgot it's fine so anything that can't be bought with a credit card, obviously your passport, whatever, if you're going overseas, that stuff, I know I've got that. Anything else, I've got a credit card. 100 you know, I can get it at You're going to be fine. Yeah, I know. And maybe that's my way of thinking. Yeah, maybe it's you're like, that seasoned at okay. travelling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it seldom happens that I've needed to buy 
something that I've forgotten. But you're not packing for the kids today. I'm not. They're not coming. I know. So how have you gone? Fine. Okay. That's what I mean. Look, when I say I don't have time for it, I find it laborious and tedious and annoying. Look, maybe there is a species of human that's like, I love packing. There's an art. Okay. All right. That's you. And that's not me. I'm just going (laughs) to chuck it all in. But let me ask you this. When you go away anywhere, do you unpack? Oh, yes. 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 I'm religious about yeah, that. Yeah, I unpack everything. I can't I need settle. to see it. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need it laid out. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's two nights or ten nights. No. I will put things into the wardrobe, yeah. hang them up, look at my undies. I even have shelves for my kids. Like I'll find little allocated yeah. areas for them. Good. Because some people, i.e. my husband, will just live out of the suitcase yeah. while he's away. I have done that for one night away. Like if it's just carry on and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I will live out of a suitcase. But no, I think more than one night I'm unpacking. Okay, then let's talk about the returning home part. Do you unpack immediately? No. Neither. This is so mean. I leave it there still, for a week. Two when weeks. I started the packing process for this trip, I still had my Tasmania bag full of stuff. <laughs> From five weeks ago. I No, because I'm not a finisher. I'm a starter. Mm. I like the ideas. I'm an ideas girl. I'm at the top. I'm excited. And then when it's done, I'm, I'm done You're with over it. I'm it. over it. Yeah, I'm a bit the same, actually. <laughs> I don't care for the unpacking. Part. And then I know it's, there's laundry to be done yeah. and I just don't. I'm like, yeah. if I, it just stays in the suitcase, yeah. it doesn't exist. Deal it away out of sight. I'll even deal with, like, my favourite shirts and leggings being in that skanky yeah. suitcase to not deal with the washing. I'll just find new things to wear. Are you a packing cubes girl? I am. Yeah. It's a bit of a life-changing discovery, packing cubes. Yes, especially when traveling with kids because they can Mm. have one of their own. It Mm. works really well. I don't know. Look, also a knot spawn, cheeky quokka. Yeah. They do my favorite packing cubes because they're double-sided and they have a waterproof section. So So if your kid soils their pants the day that you're flying, you can chuck them in there and it won't soil the rest of the clothes. It's great. Highly recommend. Well, you're packed now, right? Because we're literally going to the airport after this. (sighs) Maybe. Oh, my God. I just want to keep you on edge, you know. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm on edge enough, okay? I don't know if you know this, but we are opening a show tomorrow. I can't deal with it, Rev. <laughs> this is the other thing, DLs, talking about show life. Now, I've done a lot of theatrical productions back in my early 20s. I've done a lot of theatrical productions, okay? Uh, and the difference is you bump into a theatre and you stay there <laughs> yes. for the season for the of the run. show, mm-hmm. for the whole run, and it becomes like your little HQ, yep. your little home. You've got your seat at your dressing yes, table. Yes, you leave your makeup in the dressing room. You come back the next day, it's still there. You kind of set up your little station. Now, how we're doing this tour <laughs> is it's one show, a city, except for Sydney. There are two shows. But we bump in, we do the show, and then we've got to bump straight out. We're out of there. Yes. Yeah, we can't get comfortable. We can't do one run of the show with one audience and go, oh, we can improve on this or this entrance didn't quite work no. or let's move this piece of whatever. No. I'm trying not to do spoilers as it's I'm telling this. goosey Yeah. And I think that's my favourite kind of theatre to see. To see, totally. Because it isn't a well-oiled machine. It's not stale. <laughs> no, there's a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants mentality. Yeah. There's shit could go wrong and we're just going to have to roll with it. That's the beauty of 
theatre over film and TV, right? Like it's not perfected and there's an opening night. Like there has to come a point where you're like, all right, we're going on. This is how it is. We just got to roll with it. We've got to handle anything that happens. I mean, same. It's my favourite kind to watch because yes. you know it's live and there's no crutch, you know? It's like when Revs and I saw Wicked together and they <laughs> changed the Glinda halfway through the show. Yes. We were like, oh, my God, love has she stuff. gone sick? And then in our heads, and it didn't take away from the experience. No. For me, it added to it. I guess maybe because we do see a lot of shows that sometimes when things go wrong, it's yeah, like it. it's interesting. It's I love like, the BTS. Yeah, same. And we were sort of asking each other, why do you reckon she went off stage? Like imagine backstage. Yeah. They're, they're having all these conversations, panicking and stressing. Must have been an injury. Yeah. But there's no swings in this show. There are, yes, there's no <laughs> replacement revs and get ready side stage gem to come on. Like it just doesn't exist. No, it's you and I on the stage. Come hell or high water. Yep. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range so Obviously, we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using Wild Deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and, frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent oh, yes. that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy oh. and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant mm. case colour mm -hmm. and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Whoa. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Leaving my kids. Yeah. It's another thing that, you know, theoretically in January when we were planning the show, I was like, oh, my God, it's fine. They'll be fine. It's only three weeks mm. away from mummy. They'll be totally fine. They're at the age now where they love a sleepover and, you know, it's all going to be fine. And now here we are mm -hmm. at the time where it's time to leave them. I'm not going to see them properly. I'm going to see them like two days. 
in the next three weeks yeah. and I'm really emotional about it. It's and like, big. obviously I need to leave them. They can't come because that would be a nightmare. I couldn't. <sighs> no. I couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. They would annoy the shit out of you, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. They would. And I'm trying to invoke my best corporate dad that needs to go away for work and it's no big deal and everyone knows it just has to happen and the kids can't come. I'm trying to invoke that energy because mummy's going away for work, can't take the kids. But, man, like, they're really supportive. <laughs> Okay, so talk us through how you've prepped them. What do they okay. know? They know the whole thing. Yeah. They know there's a show. They know it's probably a bit too rude and too late for them to come. Isla can't quite stomach that. She's like, no, I need to see the show because mm. she's into it. Yeah. You know, and she likes seeing all the behind the scenes and she's loved like coming shopping with me for costumes and she wants to know, obviously reads your lines. So like, you know, she's into it. She's seen some of the little things that we have. Going and also she's it. auditioned for shows. Like she's a theatre kid. kid. She's a creative kid. And Teddy is creative too in a way like he likes listening to we've had this playlist that I've been prepping with he loves putting that on and singing along like that they're into it but they cannot come it's way too rude and it's way too late for them they can't see mummy in that way (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm gonna let Isla come to the sound check in Sydney ah great because then we can kind of censor it right like we can sound check one of the not naughty pieces absolutely and she can can get her fix she can see backstage and then bye Mm. mum's gotta go be rude now anyway how I've been prepping them is how I always prep them for anything co-parenting wise. Mm-hmm. So school holidays, we always mix up schedule a little bit. And what I've done is I've given Isla the task or both of them actually of drawing up their own schedule, like a color coordinated schedule, like a little calendar, little calendar. Cute. And they've each got one that they take with them in their bag. We've like contacted it so they can have it. So if they're just, cause it's not their usual schedule, which is already cause they go between two homes. They already have a complicated schedule, which they literally just got comfy with oh. like, months ago and you're like hey let me chuck a grenade yeah. on that and schedule like, hey, you feel guys, secure in. you know how everything's feeling really like it's working and like a well-oiled machine well here comes a, like you know out of left field mum's away for three weeks anyway we sat down and we're like okay so this night you're gonna be with daddy as normal and then you're gonna go to school and then you've got after school care on a tuesday you know it's that kind of thing mm. like and we talk through literally every day and then grandpa's gonna pick you up on this day and then like for ted he needs to know where his stuff is gonna be yeah, so okay. he's like so we packed together and he got to choose like which pieces of clothing he's taking to this house and which toothbrush and like which toothpaste on that note sorry bit of a segue I'm genuinely interested in how you do it in your household do they have clothes that live at yours and clothes that live at their dad's yeah. or do the clothes travel between we households? try and have everything just at the houses so they're not schlepping things okay sometimes you know they're really into that Matilda's soccer ball and it goes between yeah because they want it wherever they are and I always think it's their ball they should be able to take it wherever they want mm. but we try and have like one of each thing. So when they... But they wouldn't take a toothbrush to their dad's. Like they have a toothbrush at their dad's. Sure. Yeah. But I guess clothes is yeah. a thing like because they would have left, I don't know, your house and maybe gone to their dad's and they take that outfit off. Yeah, does then he they then, go to school. Yeah. yeah. So that, does that outfit get put back in the no. bag? Like I'm interested. Yeah, it's tricky mm. because sometimes you're like, oh, I want that nice outfit and it's over there. But, you know, the school holidays seem to sort this out because okay. they're in whatever they want to wear. Casuals every day. Every day it yeah. comes back and forth, you know. Yeah, so we did this colour-coordinated schedule and, you know, they're being really brave. I've prepped them for months about it. They're with family the whole time. But, oh, man, it's just that working parent juggle, isn't it? It's like the guilt gets you. I'm doing something really great for me, but they have to sacrifice. Yeah, but it's so great for them to see. I know. Can you pep talk me because I'm not seeing that part of it today? It's a 
amazing. And especially if Isla comes to a sound check tech run yeah. in Sydney, I think it's inspiring. Like yeah. the fact that you're even including her in line running yeah. is amazing because yeah. they fully understand what it is you're doing. Like have you showed them the behind the scenes clips we've yeah. cut together for yeah. socials? Yeah. Like Rafa loves watching yeah, that. Yeah, they love watching And that. I've been explaining to her like I'm doing a show and all of a sudden everything's a stage yeah. in our house for her. I think it's yeah. beautiful and yeah. they will be so proud of you. I know. It's Teddy mostly. Like yeah. he literally when I is like, I don't know if I can handle this, which is so I'm so proud of him yeah. that he can say that. Yeah, it's amazing. But like I'm just really anticipating over the next few weeks, the FaceTimes are going to be really difficult and he's going to be upset and he's going to be missing me. And if you're a co-parent or if you travel a lot, you'll know like you always toss up that FaceTime mm. because you want to see it, them. Yeah, but it can make it worse. It can make it worse yeah. and it can make it harder for whoever's caring for them IRL mm. because, yeah, you get to hang up but then they're like really missing you and yeah. they're like they're emotional, which is fine. It's okay that they're emotional. I'm trying to just sit in that. I'm just anticipating it's going to be really tricky the next few weeks. How are you feeling about it? Because you've got little ones. Yeah, it's a little bit over their heads. Like Iggy yeah. just has no idea but he sleeps with me. Yeah. So that's going to be an enormous adjustment for yeah. him. And I've kind of briefed my hubs like, Iggy's going to cry for me. Like yeah. he's going to need me. He's going to want me. Nights are going to be tricky. Yeah. But my guess, it will only be for a couple of nights and then he'll adjust. Yeah. I have bribed them a bit with like, oh, yeah. yes, mummy's going away for work, but I'll bring you back a gift. Because oh, hubs yeah. and I kind of have this rule, like when he does a work trip to the US or New Zealand or wherever in Asia, if it's a big chunk of time away, that's more than a night or two two they get a little airport oh for gift. sure yes yeah so Rafa's really frothing about that as is Iggy yeah but my kids don't haven't fully grasped the concept yeah. of days of the week yet yeah and they don't fully get time like you could be like I'm away mm. for three weeks and they'll be like cool what's that one bluey episode yeah <laughs> like they don't they yeah. don't understand yeah I gotta give a little bit of credit to Hubs like he's actually been doing more of the prep than me yeah because he's honest. the one who's on the ground exactly who's have to manage it yeah so yeah. I've kind of been letting him do that yeah, to be honest he's been like guys well, you're gonna have so much fun with daddy while mommy's away yeah and all that reinforcement of that yeah, which I great. think is really helpful yeah that's awesome and their routine doesn't change yeah for them you yeah. know which is different to your kids yeah. I understand your kids routine is changing for them nothing changes yeah that's great other than that I'm away they'll feel it most on weekends yeah when well I'm we've not only around. got one weekend thank goodness yes that we're away oh DLs we, we tried to work the whole like we're literally flying home from Melbourne for 24 hours just to do some FaceTime with the kids because it doesn't make financial or logistical sense to do that. We should have just gone straight on to Brisbane, but we were like, it's too long. Yep. It's just too long. We need to squish their faces. Yeah, just check back in with just them. Just check back mm. in. Oh, I know it yeah. weighs heavily. I know. It does. But DL, literally the entire team on this show, and it's not just Gem and I, we are a team of five, sometimes six, depending which city, literally every person working on this show from our producer, our road producer, our photographer, our videographer, hair and makeup, everyone is a parent, like everyone. So everyone has had to wrangle and negotiate and make arrangements to be part of this. It's funny, like when I'm talking about me, I'm like, help me make it feel good. But when I look at the team and them and what, and they're, them doing. And what they're doing, I'm like, how cool that yeah. we've all done this for us, for a career thing, for, a, you know, for a bit of fulfillment, fulfillment yeah. and choosing us. It's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hear me with your nut spawn. Oh, she's on voice. I said, <laughs> hear me with your nut spawn. Do, do, do. I've got a show to watch. Yeah. 
I know this is normally your wheelhouse, but I'm cutting your grass. So fine. Look, if you're really onto things, you've probably already done this, but I just have to recommend The Bear on Disney+. Plus. Again, I loved season one, watched it straight away. I've had a crush on Jeremy Allen White since Shameless Mm. when it was actually awkward to have a crush on him because he was like 16 in season one. (laughs) And I remember looking him up and being like, oh, he's so hot. Oh, he's underage. Dial it down, Renzi. He's of age now. (laughs) He's of age. He must be like mid-20s. He looks so much older. He is so good. Like actor froth. He is so talented and he's so talented in like the most close-up, unforgiving cinematography. The entire cast are incredible. It's an amazing ensemble Give us the premise. It's set in a rundown restaurant in Chicago and Jeremy Allen White's character is returned home from working in like Michelin star restaurants in Europe and he comes back to his hometown Chicago to like overhaul this restaurant. Well, his brother has passed away. It's not a spoiler. His brother's passed away and left this restaurant and he's coming home to, you know, deal with it. It's very Chicago which is a you know a great backdrop for these characters but it's about family it's about relationships it's about male grief it's about addiction it's about so many things but it's so cleverly done the writing is superb the direction's amazing everything about it is amazing you just fall in love with these super flawed people and you just want the best for them season 2 is incredible although slow to start like there's about four maybe five very quick episodes where you're like where are they going like where's this going and then it's like oh this will win an emmy yeah they bring it home they really bring it home with the like last few episodes anyway season one start it binge it then season two is ready for you there's going to be a few more seasons for sure it's exceptional tv dl's i've only just started it i've watched the first two episodes one thing i will say is it's a genre unto itself totally like the first episode i was like what am i watching like they cut to photos there's yeah. the fast pace and music. I don't know. There's an energy to it that feels very different from yeah. anything that I've watched recently. Yeah. But what's great about it is the episodes are bite-sized. Yeah. They're only 30 minutes long. Well, they change. Oh, and do they? Because it's FX and like they can do whatever the fuck they want and it's done by artists, you know. Mm. Like it's like this app needs to be 28 minutes. Oh, this so there's no formula. No, and some of I them love. are like an hour. Okay, it's amazing. It's so, so, so good. Anyway, if you're an art direction geek like me, the art direction is just exquisite like the level of griminess and like the detail in their hair and tattoos and costume oh froth I've heard people say that it is eerily accurate in terms of depicting just how cutthroat the restaurant industry yeah, is and life in a kitchen yes and yes. I found that part of it really yeah. interesting yeah I can't wait to keep consuming it's just really cool because they kind of jump between like fancy fancy Michelin star restaurants and these grimy local diner-esque yeah and like all joint. the all the different dynamics and things they have to do, like pass a hygiene test and pass a fire test and all. If you like getting inside like an, an industry you'll never be part of, like it's just fascinating. You've just taken me straight back to New York talking about like the hygiene yeah, status. The you know how they, how they have to have the letter yeah. in their window yeah, front? Same in Chicago. And it's always like an A and an yeah. A and then you walk past a restaurant it's like, ooh, they got scored a B. Like, What's nah. going on there? I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, The Bear, Disney Plus, enjoy. Hit me with your nuts, bone. Back on the pizza train. Oh, love a pizza. Look, I know not everyone has a pizza oven, okay? (laughs) I accept this. This Barbie has a pizza oven. (laughs) 
I'm acknowledging my privilege. We have a pizza oven, but lots of people love to make homemade pizzas Absolutely. where you can buy the bases. I okay. do one in my shit oven once a week. They're fantastic. Can I talk about the most elite pizza that you can make at home? Is this a chum topping that yes. you've invented? It's not. I have not invented it, okay. but all I will say is go to your seafood section at your Woolies and Coles yeah. and ask for garlic prawns. Delicious. Put them on your goddamn pizza. <laughs> Chuck a bit of the oil on top. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You needn't add anything else. Ooh, no I, cheese? Look, I add a bit of boccaccini. Boccaccini. I add some fresh basil and I Ooh. add some chili flakes. Oh, my God. It, it really raises the bar. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I've been making a lot of pizzas and this one has come out on top time yeah. and time and time again. And I just needed the DLs to know about it yeah. because if you are making your own pizzas at home, honestly, you will not regret this decision. If you hate seafood, this isn't for you, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> But if you are a lover of seafood, it's really inexpensive. I bought a whole bag of prawns for four bucks and it covered three pizzas. I feel like a garlic prawn, you can chuck in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, boil your spaghetti. Oh, linguine. And stir them through. Yes. Like, that's awesome. Even a stir fry, mm -hmm. chuck them in there. It really elevates with a bit of rice. Yes. Yeah, the garlic prawns from the seafood section. What a hack. Yes. They can do a lot of things. They sure can. I wonder if we could put them in a jaffle. No, nah, that doesn't feel right. I don't know. It's a very British thing. Yeah. Is it? It's a high tea vibe. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. here for the prawn sandwich. Like a lobster roll kind of sitch, but make it a jaffle. I'm just waiting for British DLs to be like, prawn sandwiches are not a thing. They're a thing here. Look, fish finger sandwich is a thing in the UK. Fish okay? butty. Fish butty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I reckon we could remix. It's the cheese thing because cheese and seafood. Really? Yeah. Oh, for me, it works really? beautifully. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I'm very specific about where my cheese goes. Okay. Like I would never have cheese on a and e roll. Like cheese and eggs, I'm not about it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't know. Cheese and prawns? Like I don't nominate it, but like. Yeah. But the boccantini is like a chill cheese. <laughs> it is a chill cheese. It's more salty. It's less cheese, you know? <laughs> Well, thanks for sticking around for all that. DLs, we fucking love you. We and we love you. And we really appreciate you sticking around with us on the podcast yeah. lately. We know that we've been all consumed by live the live tour. It has been an incredible ride and this is only just the beginning for us over the next couple of weeks, but we are committed to pumping out fantastic episodes. We've got some brilliant DNM episodes coming yes. up and as always, Bestie Hotline episodes every Friday. And if you are one of our overseas DLs, we are working on something for you, okay? We have not forgotten you. We love you and we see where you're listening from because we've got our data and we're like, oh, they love us in Germany. They love us in London. We're thinking about you and we don't want you left out. So stay tuned. Watch this space. We love you, DLs. Have a fantastic week. And as always, we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday. But if you're on socials, get ready for the onslaught <laughs> of show content. And if you're coming to Melbourne tomorrow night, we'll, we'll see, see you there. there. Bye. We love you. Bye-bye.